all we do is crush a lot. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese, and I'm excited. It's a ladies' first series where we pay homage, pay respect, recognize, celebrate, and educate for those who aren't on, on the tip here about the wonderful female MCs that contributed so much to the culture that we love so much. We're going to be highlighting Missy Elliott today, MC like Queen Latifah, and we're going to check out our friend Slayer Car- Carito out in Texas, where we check out her vinyl collection and list our top five female MC albums. But when we were thinking about this show, we needed to bring on the wonderful ladies who supported the show, who are friends of the show, but also who are hip hop enthusiasts and scholars and bring their own road and inroads to hip hop. And I needed to bring back a friend of the show, Farah from Kuwait, DJ Bermuda. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, thank you. How are you? Man, I am doing great. Um, I'm super excited to get you back on the show. It's been a while Man, since we you, talked. It has been a while, and I'm thrilled, absolutely thrilled to be able to to speak on my love and knowledge of Missy Elliott and everything that she means to me. Like, what an honor, honestly. Thank you so much for this, Chief. Yeah, when we talked about, when I, this idea was fermenting in our heads, I knew I had a do Missy Elliott and I needed to bring someone who I knew had a love for Missy Elliott uh, and that's when you came <laughs> in there for my many our conversation if you're new to Farah, uh, Farah has been doing so many things for hip-hop um, you know from radio to programming to DJing um, you can find her on Instagram uh, pink elephant 73 throwing on uh, pictures about food in Kuwait that makes me super hungry and excited. Um, <laughs> I, I promise I will go out to Kuwait yes, for the next we gotta year have or two here. to come out. Um, but you could definitely find her uh, there and check out the projects she's working on. But you can also go back to the Pressure Lab podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all that good stuff to check out the shows she's been on. We talked about Grammys. We had our Grammy breakdown. We had a big intro on who you were and what you, at least at that time, what you were doing. I'm sure we did a top five yeah. or something, but man, it escapes me. What was it? Trap Call Quest? Man, no, we, that was Julie. We've had a we've had a good good time on the show, huh? We had like three <laughs> or four episodes yeah. for sure, and this is the one time I don't have to wake up at three in the morning. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for your time. Um, thank this you. is all about Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Um, one of the oh, most man. influential female MCs, singer, songwriter, producer, entrepreneur, entrepreneur creator, mm-hmm. director. There's almost nothing she hasn't done in the hip hop game and done well at. It's not even like she Absolutely. tried to do it. It's what she did well. What is your history it- with Missy? What are your thoughts on, mm-hmm. on her? Man, where do I begin? Honestly, like Missy, Missy is everything to me. She she gave me that little push and the little bit of confidence I needed growing up to truly express myself in, in the most magnificent and ostentatious way possible and just be totally unapologetic about everything that I do, everything that I am. Like Super Duper Fly dropped when I was 10 years old. And I'm like glued to the screen watching this woman in a garbage bag suit, like 
doing this video like with all of my favorite hip hop artists having cameos in her video and I'm like what is even going on this was my very first Missy Elliott memory and it's just having that epiphany where you're just like this woman is going to really shape the way I listen to music the way I express myself my confidence my my style even there was a point in my life where my my style was based off of Missy Elliott's um you know like her her tangles her, fa- her fashion yeah, sense yeah yeah her fashion sense and her collaboration with Adidas and everything like there's just so much this woman has bought into my life and i truly wish that like i i could have a moment with her to just explain to her the impact that she's had on my life but i have this show now so if by some cosmic chance she's listening missy i love you like you you've made my life um a, a much more interesting life let's just put it that way everyone who's yeah, listening missy to the show Elliot. make sure you at missy elliot at missy and let at her know missy, she has a super fan in kuwait like <laughs> Missy, for, real, for me, I, I agree with everything you said, and it definitely started with Super Duper Fly. There was nothing like her when she came out. And for someone mm-hmm. who is very vocal about some of the things that are going on in music now, in terms of everything sounding the same, Missy came out with a refreshing style that was all mm-hmm. her own, and she pushed the bar in terms of being creative to being totally. different and embracing your inner weirdom whatever that is be yourself exactly and it was so you know refreshing what, it was it was because everybody goes through different phases in their life where they're like maturing at different rates and 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 you go through different um phases in your personality and your friends and 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 just the, trying to figure out who you want to be and and i feel like missy in a sense understood that and she expressed that musically in such an awesome awesome way like starting off with super duper fly you have this laid back like super chill missy like so confident so cool uh, and then you have the real world where she's like this boss bitch you know and then you have missy so addictive where she's like this futuristic crazy like you know totally out there and eccentric artist and then you go back to her roots and under construction where she goes back to the essence of hip-hop it's just shape-shifting throughout the years but every single form that she's taken musically has been so so relatable in every way you know like there's not one missy album that i can listen to and say you know what i am not really feeling this like i've loved every every phase that she's been through I love it so much. Yeah, and th- and that's what's great is that she every album is different. Every album had some type of theme to it, even if mm-hmm. it was just artistically or cosmetically. There was there was it, it, it was all connected. You were going through a journey mm-hmm. from the beginning, the middle, the end of this album. There was no like single that was just out there by itself. It was all connected, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. that was important just as someone who listens to music and, and takes you through a journey. That's what she did. Now, I'm not going to come here and yeah. say lyrically she was on par with this person. No, she wasn't. I think no one's oh, going to no. argue that. You know, but still in the Question Live podcast, what we try to do is just mm-hmm. celebrate people but also educate why these people are influential and why you should listen to them. And what she did was she was not any more 
She was as talented as any of the MCs out there right now. And what's going on right now right. is some more simplistic, but it, it was, mm-hmm. she did it and presented it in a way that was fresh, that was new, that was swagged out. And you didn't know she what, was, what was coming. She was having fun. She was having fun, which is important. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't duplicate what she was doing. It was Absolutely so unique. Not. You couldn't. You couldn't do it, and that's why it stuck out for me. And what really, really, really cemented her in my mind as one of the most important female MCs and artists is everything she did for everybody else. True. She, what she did for Aaliyah, what she did for Timberland, mm-hmm. what she did was, was she trying to do her label thing, all the ghostwriting she did. She was a great tweet, songwriter. With 702, with, 702, with Gina Thompson. Yeah. It, it was that time of music when it was Timbaland, her, Aaliyah, was very, very, very special time. Honestly, truly special and, and very instrumental in, in the way it shaped how I listened to hip-hop. Like, when, when people ask me to do throwback sets or whatever, I, I, I kid you not, like, 75% of that set will be either Missy, Timbaland, Aaliyah, um any like bad boy remix even the stuff that she was on stuff that she produced like missy even though it's not an actual missy song there either has to be a missy feature or like a missy production man she's just she's just everywhere she's yeah. everywhere i love her so much so the argument that i get sometimes is me and Sola, they really advocate for smart intelligent mcs we don't mm-hmm. always do that. Good music is good music. And Missy Elliott didn't hit my, like, I must think like Rakim or KRS-One. That's why I had Rakim no. and KRS-One from. But if I want to mm-hmm. have a good time, a funky time, and just chill out, Missy's music was always there. But she had some really, really in-depth stuff as well. It's the way she approached mm-hmm. it was for a bigger audience. And I'm okay with that. So, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that we don't want mainstream music or music that's a little has more sensibility for the bigger audience we do but we want you to do it good and she did it great and she did it excellent and that's why we needed to respect her so this is what we're gonna do i know i I know (laughs) it probably was a challenge for you doing our top five missy elliott is very 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 hard (laughs) it's very 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 hard please don't do this i know but you know the format of the show (laughs) You know how this works. Yes, I do. And uh, I'm sure oh that this God. is going to be heartbreaking and, and rewarding all at the same time. So I'm sure you have Shit. something. Okay. So um, then we're going to go into our top five Missy Elliott. This is meant to celebrate some of the songs that mean a lot to us personally as Cheese, mm-hmm. um, as Farrah DJ Bonita. And also for people who don't know Missy, check out these lists. Yes, you could go to iTunes and Spotify and find their essential playlist. But you know what? There's just a list. We're going to break down mm-hmm. why these songs are important and why you should check them out. And, uh, you know, if you like our list, let us know. Hit us up. Hit me up. Crush a lot podcast on Instagram. Crush a lot cheese on Twitter. Um, Sir Love Day. Working at the moment. But he sends his love. Uh-huh. We might get him. We might edit him in at the end. Um, and nice. you can reach him. Sir Love Day. Everywhere. Pink Elephant 73 on Instagram. Um, Farrah's always super cool. Um, and we love to Thank chat. Uh, Hip hop. Listen, let's go right into it. Missy Elliott. Oh my God. Please top don't do five. This. We're doing it. We're doing it. Ugh. Do you want to go first? You want me to drop it first? 
Go I'm, for it. Okay. I got my number five. It's off the Under Construction album, which is, as you said, was the album she went back to celebrating old school hip hop in terms of where it birthed. Very Bronx mm-hmm. style uh, production, very B-boy, B-girl production um, and vibe to it. Kango hats, Adidas, big chains, uh, finger rings, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved that album because she was paying respect and she was paying True. homage to where hip hop was. And she, she didn't, it was, you know, she didn't want to get too far away from the roots. And sometimes when we're super creative, we, we ascend outside of the center a little too far. And I could tell with this mm-hmm. album, she was kind of bringing herself back to different than so addictive which really took her outside of the spectrum literally um she brought yeah. herself back to the course so i thought it was a great follow-up to that um but i had to go back because i'm super biased you know i'm a wu-tang kind of guy you know so i had to go back to <laughs> to my number five is bring the pain i knew it <laughs> the missy elliott version with method man because what she did uh-huh. was she just you know, she wrote a little email. She talked to who she needed to talk to. She got the sample for Bring the Pain, which probably wasn't that hard to do. Rizza loves to do that. And uh, you have pretty much that iconic Bring the Pain uh, track that Method Man essentially made his career off of in 1994. Um, and she took that, added some more modern sounds to it, but really left it untouched. At least the core stuff. Mm-hmm. You get you get the humming, you get the bass line, you get the you still get all of that. You get the little bang, 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 bang. you get all of that. It's still there. Added some light and different percussions in there. And she goes in and you know, they were talking about you know what, Missy's pretty this is one way it's it's weird because she doesn't project sexuality, but she her music Mm-mm. is very sexual. It's and, true, and it's and it's crush a lot podcast. Don't knock it, but in this song, that's what she <laughs> Honestly, did. She, I'm gonna bring it. That's what she's saying. As as a woman, as a woman, that that is so so respectable and and just refreshing to see in the hip hop community and just hip hop culture in general for someone to, like you said, express her sexuality, but not be like. You know, not not have to visually, portray herself in a certain way. Visually, yeah. she wasn't selling it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't selling herself that way. You know, what she was yeah. doing is that Queen Latifah and MC Light did this too. Mm-hmm. We are sexual beings, and we will not True. let people tell us what to do with our bodies and our sexuality and how we do it. And we're not going to let you degrade us. We're not going to let you put us in a box. We're not going to do that, even in this male-dominated game. They c- took mm-hmm. control of their sexuality, and it was refreshing, and it was great. So, you know, here's Bring the Pain. You do it, and then you flip it with Method Man there? <laughs> and Method this is at the height of Method Man's popularity. You know, and Method Man bounced, her and Missy Elliott and Method Man bounced back and forth really well. Um, this is mm-hmm. not the first song they did together, by the way. This is they had a couple of songs together. They work very well together. And Method Man is yeah. kind of re using the same cadences that he did and bring the pain and just reworked it to a new, refreshing, um, contemporary sound that really 
meshes well with Missy. This is there's nothing of substance to talk about besides this is two people talking about how they're gonna bring the pain to each other's partners, right? And <laughs> and and in the most loving and adventurous way you can. And it was just great to hear like, oh, okay, they're going there. And tip my hat to <laughs> to Rizzo for letting people take something that's a hardcore song and just flipping it. I think it shows respect that they knew Missy was going to take care of this track and preserve it. Um, yeah. And, and, and that doesn't go overlooked by me. So my number five, bring the pain featuring Method Man, not bring the pain by Method Man is bring the pain mm-hmm. by Missy featuring Method Man off the under construction album. My number five, uh, DJ Bonita, Farah. My number five. You're number five, man. I know you're going to have to... I know. You got to breathe. Take an asthma pump or something. Honestly, been going through this list for like the longest time. Yeah, I Um, An unconventional choice for number five, but it was off her Missy So Addictive album, which she released in 2001, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Dog in Heat with Redman. Yep. Um, If you listen to that album, like it's the second track off the album, but the way that it comes in after the intro just makes it so, so, so much more impactful and and a great way to start the album because the intro is just so smooth and soulful and her singing and and just like doing this little spoken word thing. And then it just comes in with like, give me that funk and like the baseline drops and you're just like, whoa, was not expecting that. And uh, to have Redman on there as well was a really, really great addition. Funk Doctor Spock makes um, perfect sense. Yeah, and and the way um, the way uh, Dog and Heat also, like you said, talks about sexuality but isn't like so forwardly sexual. What was a, a song that I could listen to also growing up? This this song came about when I was like 14 years old. So it was something I could listen to without being overtly, you know, um, provocative, let's say. Like, I could listen to this in front of my parents and they probably wouldn't get what was playing, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I was excited to, to, to listen to a song like that. But, like, it, it, it's one of my favorites, but definitely not my absolute favorite. So it would have to be a number five. Yeah, it's great that we picked two songs that are deeper in her catalog, which speaks mm-hmm. to how well... She made music because this is like her third, True. fourth album. I'm sure as mm-hmm. we get later, we'll get first and second album stuff. But yeah. that's amazing. I'm going to go right into my number four. Speaking of the first album, which I also just okay. picked up with the green vinyl tint on it. And I'm very excited. Oh, about no way. It. Yes, I did. Jealous. I went to turn time, turntable uh, the other day and, and I, I saw it. So I had to get it. Um, nice. And it's one of the songs that it was one of the main singles for the, for the promo of this mm-hmm. album. And Super Duper Fly was this album of this shouldn't work, but it totally does. It was the weirdest mm-hmm. noises, the weirdest effects, <laughs> uh, the weirdest flows. Really this out was there. Timberland in his prime. This is Timberland kicking in the door. Like he at this point, Timberland was known for dropping single worthy songs, but it, he wasn't yeah. putting together full length albums. You mm-hmm. know, he's done some work with Janet and things like that. And boom, here's true. Here's Timberland produced album. Mm-hmm. And it was glorious. It was glorious. And and Timbaland does better with certain people who know how to finesse those tracks and take those tracks 
and re and get inspired by those tracks to do something magical and Missy and him just have a connection and creating mm-hmm. that is absolutely wondrous to listen to so I had to go with my number four suck it to me baby suck it to me <gasps> suck it to me is fan that, your number four? What? that is my number four I know it should be higher but you'll see why later on um, All right. suck it to me is one of the pillars of the Missy Elliott catalog and it's featuring the brat who also at that time was at the height of her popularity and one of the best female MCs. And when we come back to Ladies First next year, we'll probably be talking about the brat because she had a string of hits that a lot of people can't touch, even the fellas. And um, Sakatumi was this collection of horns and and off-tempo beats that Timbaland was known for with some of those R&B flavor that Missy sprinkled in that later in her other albums will evolve more. Um, mm-hmm. And it just worked. It's like, how do you take a plantain uh, and a, some cream cheese and a grape, put it all together, and make something? It shouldn't work. <laughs> it sh- absolutely shouldn't work. It's not a recipe for it to work because it doesn't sound appealing. But not only it was good, it was fantastic. And Sakatumi is. Um, just iconic for the the production itself but just the way mm-hmm. she bleeds into the choruses and the brat coming in and being the brat and like yeah. there, there's nothing more straightforward than the brat there's nothing subtle about the brat True. Um, the brat comes in ferocious on everything she's swagged out high energy and it works it just absolutely mm-hmm. works and uh i had to put it on my list somewhere um sock it to me <laughs> My number four Perfect of the way. super duper fly, super spelled S U P A, in case you're looking for <laughs> it somewhere. Uh, Farah, number four. Oh. Okay, so Where this is at? an unusual pick as well, but I really loved this song growing up. Um, Everything about Missy is unusual. Yeah, for real. But like looking back at this album specifically, this is The Real World, which was released in 99. Yep. This album dropped when I was 12 years old old and i was listening to this like a bootleg version off the internet like trying to find some random download and then i found it and i'm like okay great but my um my number four would have to be off of the real world and it's the last no it's not the last it's um a few tracks before the last but it's called uh she's a bitch i don't know if you're uh, familiar with that song Yeah. yeah but she's a bitch is just a very low key like very down tempo production but at the same time like really ferocious with the lyricism you know like you know this is like missy saying you know what i'm not one to fuck with like this is sorry am i allowed to swear on here anyway. I've, i have not been taken down for anything that i've said a hundred okay. times more <laughs> sorry. let's keep it that way but itunes yeah. thank you very much all right <laughs> But like I said, Missy goes in phases, you know, and like after Super Duper Fly, we're like, okay, this is the 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 hip hop, like fly chick, like what's next? And here she comes, like even this album cover is crazy, yo. She's got like the slick hair, like covering her yeah, eyes. Off to the got, side, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the black tie and the latex with like a, a white shirt under it. Like this is Missy like being a true boss, you know? And I feel like she's a bitch really embodies 
the whole feeling of that album. I love it. I still listen to it. And and as a supplement, number four to to Missy, I had to add a feature in there. I'm so sorry. Go for but, it. But um, her work one year later with Memphis Bleak, uh, Is That Your Bitch, is also one of my favorites. I love her hook on there. It's just... You know, with Memphis Bleak, with Jay-Z and everyone on the Lost Verses, and then you have Missy Elliott just coming in like, oh, is that your bitch watching all the mistakes when I handle this? I'm just like, yes, Missy, like, yes. It's perfect, it's perfect. And it's just along the same lines as uh, She's a Bitch. She's still riding that wave of, like, this bossy, like, classy, really on her A-game woman, you know? So that's my number four. That's a, a That's a great, great great pick especially the shout out to memphis missy's known for that she's done a lot of music too that's not on her like she does a lot of features too and wrote, mm-hmm. wrote a lot of songs let's not uh we haven't talked really talked too much about it but she, if Busta rhyme is considered one of the best video music video personalities out there because like mm-hmm. Busta rhyme video music videos were tremendous yeah. And he opened the door for like big budget, kill your budget, make no money off your record because you're going to put a million dollars in your <laughs> music. Missy Elliott was pretty damn close to it. Missy was yeah. revolutionary in the music video game. Um, video uh-huh. game. Vid- music video game. Yeah, I got it right. Um, <laughs> and, and you got to think about it. She came in in a garbage bag. Yeah. For real. That was it like work. the world's first impression is Missy in a blow up garbage bag hanging on top of a hill in like a fat suit. Like, you know, just, yeah. So, you know, the, visually, she, she also put a visual idea and scenery to where the music lived. She mm-hmm. created a universe where this music lived. And it yes. looked and played and didn't fall to conventional rule. There was no gravity. There was there was no laws to hold you down to some anchor. It was your mm-hmm. her music was free to be discovered and interpreted and created and manipulated to be whatever you the listener, the visual exactly. absorber to be and it was glorious so that's a great pick I'm gonna go my number three and and, and when she decides you know what I can spit with the best as well at this Uh point she was hearing she's an R&B girl you know she don't got this she don't got that people celebrated her but when Mm -hmm. people get popular they people try to hold you down somehow trust me I know I'm in the podcast game we got some haters (laughs) We got people who mm-hmm. steal our feed and try to take credit for it. Oh, well, no. I got you. I see you. But for me, <laughs> this is my message to you through Missy. We're going to lick some shots. We're going to lick oh, shots. How Miss- did I forget about that Lick song? shots off oh, the So God. Addictive album is oh. absolutely her way of being menacing, murderous, yes. treacherous, and saying, oh I'm embracing this side of hip-hop where we go after each other and, and lay claim that we're the best. And that's exactly what she did. She was, oh I'm going God. in hard. I'm licking shots. The beat was crazy menacing. This wasn't this. Yes. This, this wasn't super duper fly. This wasn't mm-hmm. uh, uh, Get Your Freak On or any of those classic beats. This was menacing, straight, 
to the point, and scene, murderous. And I loved it. Her delivery too on that track was insane. She hurt the way her cadence, her her voice yes. control and her cadences and the control she has over the, over that muscle is oh. is amazing. She 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 has so much vibrations going Man. on in every syllable and you could tell like I said lyrically she's not going to like oh my god, but she knows how to manipulate sound, even her own voice mm-hmm. to convey like, these messages and add more weight to it. And exactly. Nick Shots exactly. was that time where I was like, I oh, am not man. messing with her. She's gonna take her porch. <laughs> she's gonna run over me, and then she's For gonna real. do it again, and then she's gonna bust out in a dancing routine. <laughs> That's what Lick Shot makes me feel like. It gets me Yo. amped because that was what I love. I love that kind of music, and she gave it to me. It had to be on my mm-hmm. list. Number three, Lick I'm Shots. So, I'm so glad you chose that because honestly, like. Choosing a top five Missy songs is like choosing your favorite child. It's just honestly yeah. impossible. Yeah. And and Licks Shots for me didn't make the cut, even though that song is really, really instrumental and and super, super important to to my radio career. Believe it or not, the song um, won me a competition uh, to visit a radio station back when I was 14 years old, and it, it cemented my love for radio and. 10 years later, I worked at that radio station as my first radio job. So Lick Shots definitely has a very, very special place in my heart. But it didn't make my cut just because there's just so many other songs that, that mean way, way, way too much to me. Isn't that crazy? So I'm that gonna... we, we can make a list, but it, it will never uh, do it justice. And, and if, never, you have, if you have never. a different list and don't agree with the list or agree with it or have that, that's fine. Hit us up, crushalotpodcast at gmail.com. You can come on the show and let us know. We had it wrong. We had it right. Hit us up on social media, all that good stuff. We want to hear from you. What do you got? Number three. Okay. My number three, uh, we're going to uh, the Under Construction album in 2002. Uh, This is probably a more mainstream choice, but definitely going with Work It for number three. Yes. Because this was, I I think, Missy making a comeback after a couple of years of being out of the spotlight and coming back with this album and just like giving the middle finger to everyone and saying hey i am here embodying hip-hop in every sense of the word putting together this album and here's my first single where i she literally blew my mind i swear to you cheese like the minute i saw that music video i i i felt I felt something take over me and like that moment in my teen years was just trying to figure out like how how does a person like Missy Elliott even exist like we were so so lucky to be able to experience this woman's genius right you have somebody who's reinterpreting and revolutionizing hip-hop as we know it and and putting it together in this one song and as we go back to Missy Elliott's super duper fly the rain like her premiere as missy elliott the crazy music video woman bringing that back and and putting together a song that just takes you on a journey through like the craziest parts and and moments in hip-hop history and and visualizing it as well like she bought back the kangol hat 
She brought back the sweatsuits. She brought back the breakdancers. Everybody was rocking shell toes again after that video. Like, it, it was crazy, crazy, crazy to me to even to even even think that I would be able to experience hip hop on this level after after the 80s, you know, and, and to have that back and work it was just a fun, fun track that I still listen to to this day. For someone to reverse her own lyrics and sample them again in her other songs, it's just crazy to me. Like, it's just crazy. Like, it's, it's wild. I just, it's, it's, it could have been my number one. It could have been my number one. It, it's going to be a lot of people's <laughs> number one because how, how important <laughs> that record was. At yeah. that time in her career, she was gone for a little bit. She came back and she and she she knocked you out with the first punch. Mm-hmm. And it was really a testament to what she was saying is like to go on with your career, you need to go back to where it started from. True, and that's what she True. did. And like and she made hip hop cool again. Yeah. Honestly, she's like, yeah, everybody. You know, I'm known. I'm known for being creative, but you know what? This creativeness was born out of this time, yes, and this in these conditions in the Bronx somewhere where people lost their homes for this expressway that generated this movement of underground music that was designed mm-hmm. to make us feel good because the educational system in New York failed us in our music departments and weren't creating the next Miles Davis or the next Al Green because they weren't giving money to educational systems to produce that anymore. So we're going to take what we mm-hmm. have and we're going to take it and make something out of it. She went back to that paying homage, but also letting everyone know this is the future going back mm-hmm. in time, which is essentially what the Crush Out podcast is all about. Um, I'm going to go to my number two. That was a great mm-hmm. pick and it didn't make my cut. Cause like you said, oh, wow. it, was, it was it was tough, it was tough, <laughs> and we interpret music differently, you know. I mm-hmm. and, and and it's okay to say there's also a male female dynamic in terms of how we listen to things, right? So the way you True. listen to things is how I am different. The way you interpret music and even how you receive music in Kuwait at that time was a lot exactly. different than me. When I totally. had more accessibility, accessibility accessibility to it but also I had to live through it in Brooklyn I live yes. in I live in Brooklyn you yeah. know and it's, yeah. I don't know I didn't how, have that I don't know how the hood <laughs> is in Kuwait I want to know I'm there is no forward. hood in Kuwait <laughs> so you know what I'm saying like there was I experienced it differently so my sensibilities were different so it's I was kind of like you can like Missy, but you couldn't say you liked Missy because you needed to like Mob Deep or whatever it is. Yeah, and I'm like, I was never like that. Yo, Missy was, <laughs> Missy was dope. And, and yeah. yeah, so my number two goes under her, her second album. Um, I go right into it. It's Hot Boys. I love Hot Boys. Oh, it's, good one. It's another, I, I guess the theme of this I have with her is these slow, when she slows down her tempo. Mm-hmm. And she just really lets that beat hide behind what she was saying. Because you can get lost in the glossiness of her production and just love her for that. That's great. True. And I won't knock you that. But the songs mm-hmm. that I seem to resonate with is when she puts herself out in front of the beat. And Hot Boys is one of those. One, the beat is 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 still sensational, even though it's a more mid mid-tempo it, it, I love that it cuts off and cuts on it plays around with tempo distortions and off-kilter things and she's just mm-hmm. she's going back into like yo 
I, it's okay to be a healthy adult and love about the love sacks and love Hell flirt yeah. and loves and loves flirting and letting you know <laughs> I know you want me. Deal with it. You ain't getting none. Uh, she loves her hot boys. It's cool. It's like she walking mm-hmm. around. You hot. You hot. You hot. It, it's such. She just humanized it in a way that I don't think most people would realize that you like you're taking something that we do every day and you and and you put it out there and you humanize it and it's okay to be like yeah this is what humans do. Well, I'm a healthy adult and I'm making healthy mm-hmm. decisions. <laughs> and we always encourage you to do that. Um, uh-huh. And Missy was just out there putting it in a in a slow, very hypnotic beat, and I mm-hmm. loved it. It's one of the tracks I always go back to um, in her catalog because I just feel it's right on the nose. And it's how do you follow up Super Duper Flat? Well, I love my hot boys. It was so <laughs> it was so it was such a great 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 track for me, and I needed to for put real. it high up. Hot boys. Excellent choice, for real. Excellent choice. Uh, that didn't make my cut because um, I don't know. I just feel like there, there's just way, way too much substance, like in 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 all her other albums. That like, like I said, it's like choosing your favorite child. We should have done a top ten. We should have. It would have made 10. the cut. Then. <laughs> yeah, it would have made. All right, cut. let me cut to my number two real quick. Um, I'm going back to her first album. Super duper Super fly. Super duper fly. Uh, this this song I think is slept on I think a lot more than her other tracks but uh, because it features one of my favorite hip hop artists as well so I had to throw that in there as my number two and I still listen to it till this day and every time I listen to it it sounds brand new and I'm just like oh, oh, oh my god like how does this song even exist like fantastic creation hit him with the heat featuring Lil Kim I oh, love yeah. this song so Absolutely. much because like you said with Hot Boys, she has that like that smooth side to her, you know, yeah. where she's just so suave. A lot of people don't know that Missy Elliott was actually a singer. She was in a group called Sister, like way back before That's she right. I totally forgot about Timbaland that. and doing all of that stuff. So so she is essentially a singer before she is everything else. And 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 to hear her be able to sing on her albums and on this song specifically where she sings and she raps and she has little Kim doing a little feature on there. I'm like, yes. And of course the production, like Timbaland production, a great, great beat. It's just a song that like has stuck with me for all these years, for, for more than 10, 20 years now. And, and I just listen to it every single time. And I'm like, you know what? Missy Elliott and little Kim should have worked together a lot more. And, and they've, <laughs> Someone trying to come in my door. It's Missy Elliott oh. trying to get on the podcast. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'll be like, yo, get yeah. a ticket to Kuwait, homie. That's what I'll do here. I'll pay for it. For real. I'll pay for her ticket. She can yeah. come stay with me. For real. <laughs> on the community table. Smoke and fire coming up soon. Shout out to the community table. Yes. Hell out. yeah. Um, but yeah, hit him with the he is my number two just because... Um, I feel like Missy and Little Kim are, are the dynamic duo that never were, and to have them on a track like by produced by Timbaland and to hear Missy singing and rhyming on the track is just amazing. Great pick! It's amazing missed opportunities with with Kim, Little Kim, mm-hmm. but Missy, yeah, I miss the opportunities with everybody because she works so well with everybody. It's true. She made she elevated everybody else. I mean, we could have had more Aaliyah stuff for her. 
We could have had more True. DMX stuff with her. We could have had mm -hmm. more. She could have definitely be helping. Like, hopefully, she could. Be, she's talking to Timberland right now to get him back on track. Like, like there's so many collaborations, mm -hmm. and I know she's percolating right now with some new material. So hopefully, we'll see mm. what's coming. What's coming out? But that's an excellent, excellent, excellent pick, Super Duper Fly. Before I go into Thank my you. number one, though, I gotta put a special honorable mention to Super Duper Fly, the iconic song that broke it in. It's not on my mm -hmm. list, not because I don't think so, because it was such an obvious number one that I was like, <laughs> let me give... So my top five is really like a top six. Just take... take just okay. know that Super Duper Fly sits on a different pantheon of, okay. it, of, of Missy Elliott. For me, it's kind of mm -hmm. like when I talk about... Um, Wu-Tang, I'm like, can we not talk about the greatest verse of all time, Inspector Dex, um, Abomatomically? Like, it's a default. It's one of the greatest <laughs> of all time. Let's talk about. Exactly. Like, it's, like, like it's, it's an unspoken, it's a, like, uh, it's, it's an unspoken, unspoken super duper fly yeah. visually as a single, as an introduction. It was one of the greatest ways to introduce you and your sound to the audience. It sits on a different pantheon. It's a mm -hmm. Hall of Fame worthy song first ballad um it's really hard and saying that it sits on a level for me that as of this recording mm. sits on a pantheon of greatest songs like flavoring year now flavoring year nice. is is a craig mack song and Rest who recently peace, mack, who recently Passed away from heart failure at the young age at 46. And the reason why I bring that mm. up is because we're paying, we pay a lot of respect and homage to the greats. And no one's going to come and say that Craig Mack lived up to what we thought he could do. But my dude mm -hmm. is legendary. He had some of the things that young cats will die for now. A legendary song, a legendary remix. His first album was very, 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 very good. Um, he's been mm -hmm. nominated for a bunch of stuff. Um, he was the first um, hip-hop artist to be on a major label. He he um, he was the first artist by the legendary Bad Boy team. Um, so yeah. it would be dismissive of us not to, to bring it up. Craig Mack was so important. Flavor in your ear is iconic. It goes, it's super duper fly. Um, scenario remix there's certain mm -hmm. songs that just sit on a shelf above everything else <laughs> True. and laboring year super duper fly <clears throat> scenario remix tropical quest are the three that are off my head it's not putting more thought into it <laughs> that i see are influential for those careers but just mm -hmm. in music in general that broke down so many barriers. So salute to that song, but salute and many thanks um, to Craig Mack um, and May. Wherever you are, you bring the funk and you bring the flavor and we'll, keep, we'll keep you in our memories. And thank you for all the parties where your songs come on and, and we could sing it, morning, sing know? it line by line. Anybody who's anybody who loves hip hop could sing Flavoring Year, Flavoring Year re remix word mm -hmm. by word and um yeah sad day in the hip-hop community but i needed to put For it real. out there i'm gonna go to my number one speaking of of like you know parties and stuff missy was known for like just 
throwing on the the, the music that makes you want to move and feel good and just get into it. It might be surprising because mm-hmm. I'm more of a slow tempo, gritty Brooklyn boy that likes his music a certain way. But I'm not. I'm, uh-huh. Hey, I can get on the dance floor. I love to move. I like I like music to hit me. And uh, this boy might be surprising, but I had to put it. It's, it's Loose Control. I love everything oh, wow. about Loose Control. <laughs> I love Loose Control. It's my wow. favorite Missy track. It's reaching Sierra uh, and Fat Man Scoop. I love that song. I love wow, it. I, I was not expecting you know, that. I love Loose Control. The visuals, amazing. Sierra, amazing. And then she brought it back in to the hip-hop roots with Fat Man Scoop. Just being the hype man that he is. Where is Fat Man Scoop? He's not getting love. I gotta get him on the show. He's he. Fat Man Scoop is essentially just on the mic, just ad libbing, and and just being a hype man. Yeah. It's just it's it's one of those tracks that man really gets me hype and excited. And at that time, I was like, if this is what music could do and make me feel, I want more of this. This is how collaboration <laughs> should be. She knew when to step back and let Ciara take the lead. Ciara killed that video. Yeah. Killed that video. That was a I, fun song. I don't know how she moves her waist that way. I, I, I guess I do because I got kids. But I'm just saying, how did, how did, how did she do that? <laughs> It was magnificent. And um, Missy killed it on that song. The beat is sensational. Sierra was sensational. And it's my number one Missy song because of how it makes me feel. I can't even tell you why I like it so much, but my body likes it that much. And I just, every time I hear that song, my body does things. And I want music to impact me that way. So yeah, you can have your trap nice. and things like that. And some of the songs really do impactfully make me feel something but this song really 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 hits me in a, the most positive way enthusiastic way and if anytime i need a pump up or whatever i can put on this song and just lose control it's okay to lose control and have fun and i love that message be around people who will take care of you while you're having your fun that is so Hell important yeah. for people to know. Go party, have your thing, whatever. Do whatever you gotta do. When you got a team, they'll take care of you. You get home and you have a and you're safe. I love that messaging. My number one, Missy Elliott song, Lose Control, Fishing Sierra Good and stuff. Fat Man Scoop. I'm excited. I'm sorry. What? I don't know who's what downstairs touching my doorbell. Choice. But they're gonna have to win. Abs- <laughs> Absolutely unexpected choice, honestly. But a great one, nonetheless. I've 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 had many a good uh Many a good time to that song. Really, really great one. Thank you. I tried. Okay. I tried. <laughs> now, okay. So my number one in my head, and and as you said, like it, it just goes on a shelf and nobody's allowed to even touch it. No one's allowed to mess with it. No one's allowed to take it off the shelf. It belongs there forever and ever. Is um, the rain super duper fly like Missy's first single? That is always gonna be cemented in my mind as the greatest Missy Elliott song ever, ever, ever. And right? one of the greatest like, use of a sample. For real. And people's like, can, can can we talk about this for a second? Like, go for it. To 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 to, to really have Timbaland sample and sample and use it in a way that's just so like inconspicuous but at the same time like really deep but impactful like ah so many people were sampling that song at the time and i was just like okay cool stuff um but but hearing it with missy and the way that the song was just so down tempo and so chill and like the way that the uh the pitch of and people's the and people's sample was like shifted slightly to 
to compliment Missy's style and the music video and everything. Like it's it just was, it was mm. mass masterful way of using everything. a sample. Truly, not, truly. You don't always have to take a sample and just literally take that beat and just reuse it. They took a exactly. line to cement what the song was gonna be, and and it was mm-hmm. it was. I agree with you. Fantastic. Yeah, really, really great stuff. But my number one in lieu of the rain would have to be from Missy's so addictive album, Get Your Freak On. Yeah. That's a great, great song. I had a feeling it was um, coming. Yeah. I feel like this is the iconic Missy song that yep. like gets everyone going the minute they hear that. Dun, 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 dun. And everybody just like loses their mind. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, this is what's supposed to happen, you know? Like, um, Besides, of course, all the accolades that the song has gotten her in the years 2001, 2002, all the way up to 2015, like, it was rated on Billboard magazines. Um, I think it was, like, they, they had a chart for something, and then and 150 best tracks of all time or something like that. And um, Get Your Freak On was uh, number 40, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's... It, it, for All the, these years later, it's the, still being recognized. For the thousands you know? of thousands of songs that they had a choice of, you're on the exactly. chart at number 40. That's pretty amazing. Exactly. But but even like the, the, the sampling that was used, um, they had like a little Japanese intro. Yeah. Uh, there's a German artist that was sampled for this track called Karanesh. Um, I actually got to listen to the song after I found out who, sampled, who it was sampled from. Uh, the song is called Solitude. It's actually pretty cool. Um, save, of course, the music video. That's like a whole other story. Um, LL Cool J's in there, Master P's in there, Busta Rhymes is in there, Nicole, um, Timbaland, of course, Ja Rule, Ludacris. Like, you know, like it's so all cool. The he- to all, see the, all the heavyweights in the 2000s. All the heavyweights there. at that time, like Eve, Nate Dogg, like, come on, you know? Wow. Really, really cool. That's and the a fact big that budget. Bubba Sparks also sampled it in, in yes. Ugly. Yeah. yeah. It just shows you that like the song has made a wave. It was meant to to do something and it did it more than it probably even imagined to do. And it, it's just a song that will outlive its time and totally breaks the barriers of what a female hip hop artist can do. And, and 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 I think that's what Missy is all about. Like really, really shattering the glass ceiling and showing that there is no limit to what you can do as an artist and how you can push the envelope in terms of creativity and um, stylistically, not just sonically, but also visually through your music videos, through the way you dress yourself, through the people you associate yourself with. She's worked with countless artists and has shown us time and time again that there's no one person that you can't have good chemistry with and and i think that's part of her genius is just knowing how to work with whatever she's been given you know and and get your freak on is just a small small drop in the missy elliott ocean of greatness for real missy elliott legendary artist mc r&b singer songwriter producer Ladies and superwoman. First, superwoman. And we're looking for forward. Real. 2018, we might get some new music for her. And I'm sure that I we're going to be wait. excited for it. I want to thank everyone for wait. checking out the show. As always, um, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and whoever else is stealing our feed to use it for their own 
benefit, you can find it from them <laughs> as well. We ain't hit. We ain't hitting. Uh, you want to be on the show, crushalotpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, crushalotpodcast. Cheese, that's me, Sir Love Day, sending this one out. We'll, we'll see if we can get them edited in. If you get an edit, you'll see because I put them in there. Um, and thank you, um, Farah, DJ Bonita, out in Kuwait. Because we're international, you, baby. We're international. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the greatest things about this show for me on a personal level is the mm-hmm. ability to connect with people worldwide who have enjoyed the content that we are producing here in the Crush mm-hmm. podcast. And Farrell, you guys do an incredible job on for real. early into the game when we were nothing and just wanted Don't to talk <laughs> to people who loved hip hop just as much as her and has been featured on the the show many times and not only have that happened and we're very thankful for that you know we had a great summer i mean we did we had a great great time sarah was (laughs) in town to do what she does in brooklyn shop vinyls yoga concert repeat foodie (laughs) exactly and and one of the things i learned about farah from that time is that She's a go-getter. She ain't waiting for nobody. She's here by herself doing things. And I respect that so much from you. And thank you for just being on this journey with us. And someone who I know Thank you for the opportunity, Cheese. I can call a friend. I really, really... Thank you so much. I honestly love your hustle. I love what you guys are doing. Keep doing what you do. Don't let any, any inhibitions get in your way. Just keep pushing. You guys are, are honestly my favorite podcast and not just because you're my friend, but I love the content and it's just getting better and better. Thank I'm so proud so of you guys. We're doing it. We're doing it now. What I need from everybody is make sure you retweet, share and all that good. That Let, let people know Farrah's out here doing things for the hip hop community and you need to share more stuff on your Instagram about hip hop because I found some things like Anik Khan and, and things and those <laughs> artists I learned about through you and just watching what you're doing so I need more of that the food is good thank you food is good we'll do we'll do but definitely I, I, we'll do I love that stuff uh, thank you everyone for checking out be safe take care of each other anyone who's going through any type of mental stuff we say this all the time treat mental depression anything with compassion and empathy and guarantee you you will have a better better life thank you so much check everybody out later peace